You're listening to Beyond Leadership. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski, and I want to use the lessons I've learned from 15 years of leadership experience in business, politics, nonprofit, and the military to help you break through the BS of everyone else's expectations so you can lead as your authentic self. Join me every week as I give you tangible ways you can have more influence, more cohesion, more innovation, and more peace of mind when you lay your head down at night. Because leadership is about so much more than just leading. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Sarah Chipchinski, and I am so excited to have you here today. And more importantly, I am really, really excited for you to meet my friend, my coach, my mentor, Kelly Brock. So Kelly is the creator of the Peaceful Performer Movement. She's a business and leadership coach who really focuses on taking people from being what she calls an anxious achiever to a peaceful performer. So I know Kelly because I followed her for years behind the scenes, like stalking her quietly on social media. And she started talking about this movement and this anxious achiever mentality. And I, it clicked one day. I was like, wow, that's me. I, I'm a high achiever, but I have all of this like back-end anxiety about doing it right. I really want to become a peaceful performer like Kelly. And then she started talking about vision and I was sold. So today I have her here to talk about exactly that vision, because vision is the foundation of anything you are going to do in your life or with a team. So Kelly, thank you for being here today. Welcome to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. Oh man, I feel privileged to be here, honestly, because I watched you practice what we practice in our vision. And this was one of the things that came out for you. I watched you go, I have a message and I want to get this in front of people. And what if I did a podcast and here you are like running a big girl podcast, like doing your thing. And it just like, it feels very full circle for me to know as a coaching student of mine that you're doing exactly what we preach. So I'm honored to be here. Let's just dive right in because I know your time is precious. So let's start with getting clear on your vision, right? That's how you start all of your programs. Yeah. So explain for anyone who doesn't know, like, what in the world is a vision? Yeah. So I, I always call my practice visioneering, almost like engineering, but with your vision. It's this design of this future that you want to experience. And you've gotten it so clear that you're almost using all your senses, that you're so clear on where you're going. And that strategic vision, that visioneering, designing, engineering of your dream is so important because I see so many leaders so many leaders adopting other people's definition of success, other people's achievements as their level of achievement they should want to rise to. And they're never actually slowing down to do the step first. I do see a lot of leaders goal setting, but I don't see a lot of leaders vision setting. And I think that's what sets the difference between a really professional follower and an actual leader. A leader knows how to set their vision. So what would you say is the difference between setting a goal and having a vision? Yeah. So a goal is 
is pretty much this tangible thing that you're going to hit. And it's usually, again, tangible. A vision is an experience. It's the life that you're going to be. It's the best version of yourself. It's, it's so much more full than just this you know, notch on your belt of accomplishments. So goals get accomplished on the way to the vision, but the vision is bigger. Yeah, that's super important to, to note the differences there because mm-hmm. I think most people, I mean, we set our New Year's resolutions, right? Those are goals, but they're things that we want to accomplish this year or in the next month. Who really sits down and thinks about where do I want to be in 10 years and mm-hmm. what do I want my life to look like, which is the exact practice that you take us through, right? So yeah. walk me through that quick. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, just for your listeners to know, I am so foundational on visioneering with my one-on-one clients to my membership, to my, you know, transformation courses. We have to start with vision because again, I see so many people walking into next steps in their life instead of the best steps of their life. And so you have to get really clear on your vision. Your vision tells you, where do I want to go? And if I don't know where I want to go, I don't know how to get there. So we have to first set that vision. And the vision for me, I always love to take people 10 years out. Like, let's go a decade. And I first learned this from Rachel Hollis. And for me, it was shifting. The reason I get to teach this is because I found myself in a season going, I actually don't even know what I want. I'm pretty sure it's not this anymore, right? I'm changing my mind and that feels sure, but I actually don't even know what I want from here. So I really had to learn how to get new vision again. And so I wrote this journal entry in 10 years from now, if I was to show up as the best version of myself, what would that look like? What I used to do was talk about what I would achieve, what roles I was, maybe the things that I owned in my life, where I was living. It was this very superficial checklist vision. And instead I went to town. I mean, I probably spent, and I encourage the women that I lead and coach to take 90 minutes and go to town Tell me about how you wake up in the morning. What does it look and feel like? Are you walking downstairs? Are you enjoying a cup of coffee? Is it peaceful? How's your engagement with your spouse? How does it look like for your kids? How do people feel about you? Where are you? What are you wearing? I mean, it is describing it to a T. And one of the things that I really love to do in this that I know was shifting for people is I really love to enroll your feelings. So some people say not to trust your feelings. They're like, oh, I can't trust my feelings at all. But here's what's interesting. And I'll ask you this, Sarah, when you think about memories in the past, do you get nostalgia? Like you feel what you felt in that moment when you remember Mm -hmm. when your baby was born, or you remember how you felt that day you accomplished something, or you remember the day you got married, right? We remember the most important moments of our lives and feelings. Why would we not want to drive ourselves with our feelings? And so- When I tell people to envision their best life, you showing up as the best version of yourself, I tell them, okay, how does that feel in your mind and body? Tell me how your mind and body feels. Well, it feels capable. It feels strong. It feels curious. Awesome. Tell me about what your life and lifestyle looks like. It feels like ease. It feels like abundance, right? That drives you to that. Let me tell me about your relationships. Oh man, they feel authentic. They feel genuine. They feel supportive. Those words to define them, what that allows someone to do and allowed me to do, once I get clear on everything I want, I'm able to only now say yes to things that support that. And I say no to everything else. 
then I'm going, well, this doesn't feel like a supportive relationship. And I'm actually only looking for supportive relationships. So now I'm not going to beg you to be my friend anymore. Right. Like, or now I'm not Mm -hmm. going to ask people to follow me through force or through incentive because I actually want them to want to be here with me. So that vision and rolling your feelings and also seeing it in scenes. So again, I, I love bringing the senses into it. When I did my first vision, I saw my husband coming down the stairs, walking across the room, giving me a kiss because we were so intimately connected in a decade from now, right? Mm-hmm. So what that allowed me to do was to imagine that closeness that at that moment was not that close when I was envisioning it. It gave me something to aspire to become and to start walking that out. You know, the next part of that vision piece is once you're clear on who you want to be and what that looks like, I then really break it down. Okay, what are the 10 things you would need to do? You could call them affirmations or mantras or dreams but affirming that in yourself every single day so that you can start to show up as that person. So for me as a leader, I was a very successful leader of network marketing company and I saw myself as a leader. I didn't see myself as a coach and I really wanted to be a great coach who could like help people through real stuff. And so one of those 10 dreams I started listing every day was I am a successful coach who helps people have real behavior change in their lives. I'd been a motivational coach before. I had been a charismatic coach before, right? Or a leader. I wanted to be a coach who helped people have real change. So I said that every day, every morning, I looked at that little list of 10. And then I said, and how will I show up as her today? So it allowed me that gap to take action in it. You've got to have that clear thing that calls you forward. And then you also have to have those steps that help you take action on them. Yeah. And I think that it's really important to note too, that it's okay to change your, your vision, your goals, your dreams. The first time that I did this exercise with you back in anxious Mm -hmm. achievers, I wrote down what I thought that I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. And now having redone it at least a half a dozen times in the past, Mm -hmm. not even year. Right. I look at that and I go, who even was that why did I write down that I wanted that? Because that was never something that I wanted. That was something that I was told that I should want. Mm -hmm. To me, as important as having a vision is reevaluating your vision and how you're going to get there. Oh my gosh. And to give yourself permission to evolve. You're allowed to evolve. And what I really focus on, and I know we've talked about so many times is I want to be a conscious leader. Mm -hmm. Meaning I don't want to lead by default. I don't want to lead by what I'm told. I don't want to lead because that's what I last agreed to. I want to be the most conscious leader in this moment. And that looks like knowing myself, knowing the people that I lead, knowing where we're going. It is fully conscious, not avoiding anything at any point. And I know you talk about that all the time. You can't know how to lead others if you first aren't leading yourself well. And being okay that at one point you said something, And now you have changed. It is the point of life to evolve and to get to be a better version of ourselves and to fight that. That's where the anxiety comes from is when people are fighting to stay in spaces that they no longer fit and leaders grow. Leaders are supposed to grow and go. Absolutely. So when you're going through that process of getting clear on your vision and you come into these roadblocks, What are some of the things that you use personally to kind of like 
clear the road. You're on your way. You've got your vision. You're driving down that highway, big orange barrel. How do you get rid of it? Ah, there's so many. So I always talk about how if we're going to be a conscious leader, if we're going to evolve into peaceful performers, we can't take an old version of ourselves and put it in a new vision. That old version has to evolve, right? And so it would recreate the same exact results just in a new setting. And so I would talk about we have to get clear on where we want to go, but then we have to clear the path. We have to get rid of the things that are in the way. And so many times leaders have incredible qualities. But if truthfully in my own story, I was raising my hand, I'm a recovering people pleaser. So I really love to know, hi, I'm walking in this room. What do you all expect from me? And how can I be that to make everyone proud of me, confident, feel comfortable, right? So what I had to start doing was saying, what are the things that are blocking me from living my best life? What do I need to give up that's no longer serving me? And it may be a mindset. It may be a mental shift. It may be a relationship dynamic. It may be your health. But not looking at these things does not mean it's not happening. And so I think for that, Sarah, and you would know this too, because we know leadership is so individual. Mm -hmm. There's not one size that fits all. So for each leader who might be listening to this, you have to ask yourself, sit down with yourself, what has been in the way of me being the best leader. At one point, it was me being afraid to look at my finances. That's going to block me every single day for forever and ever. Amen. If I don't unblock, okay, well, what would I have to do? Take that barrier out of my road, right? Or to take that off from holding me back. I need to get financially literate. I need financial support. I needed a coach. So there were all these different areas that I looked at. And instead of feeling afraid to look at them, I thought this is the most beautiful opportunity that I get to for the first time in my life, unhinge myself from the things that will continue to block me. And anyone who's listening, who doesn't know my story, I looked at the whole holistic wheel of Kelly Brock and I was like, oh God, there's fires in all the areas, my health, my finances, my relationships, you know, parenting, my workaholicness, like all these things. And I just looked at them, by the way, if anyone's listening to this and you're going, oh God, there's so many barriers in my way. Remember not looking doesn't mean it's not happening. So we're going to be a brave leader and we're going to look in and you just look at the wheel of yourself and you say, which one, if I addressed it would make everything else easier or unnecessary. So for me, that was my mental health. I started seeing a counselor. I started getting someone to help guide me through blind spots in my mind and mindset processes because I knew I couldn't find a solution I didn't have access to. Then it was finances. Then it was my relationship. Then it was my health, right? So I've just taken them one little season at a time to get unblocked. I liken it to an e-brake on your car. So many leaders are like, why can't I recruit, right? Right? Why can't I lead? Why can't we hit all these goals? but they have all these problems about themselves that are in the way that are like an e-brake on in a car. So you're trying so hard. Your vision is clear. The dreaming is easy, but somehow the doing is hard. And that comes from, this is holding you back. So when you address these things, it's like you took the e-brake off and all of a sudden this resistance is released and you are like accelerating faster than you can even imagine. So I just want to encourage leaders. They're going to hit those roadblocks. Mm-hmm. And to not be afraid, there is a whole success cycle that happens when you fail. The point is to fail and learn and implement differently. So you don't keep repeating the past mistakes, but expect failure. It's a part of the job. Right. And I love the failure first attempt at learning, right? Epic, oh, I right? love that. Mm-hmm. 
first attempt at learning because so often we think, okay, I failed at this. Maybe I'm not supposed to do it. Maybe I should ignore the fact that we failed at it and just brush it under the rug. But if you're learning from those failures, those can be stepping stones and and not a block in order to get to what ultimately is your goal and your vision. Oh gosh. And think about just even you and I. Here you are right now talking about leadership because of your leadership hardships you've experienced in your life. Here I am leading people to become peaceful performers because at some point I was suffering in my peace and leadership. So our messages, these failures get to be either a story of failure that weighs you down for the rest of your life, or it gets to be a stepping stone to do more great work with your time and your leadership potential. So what are you doing as a leader right now? How can people get in touch with you and plug into what you're doing? Because you have completely shifted me and the way I lead and the way I look at myself. I think that everybody should have access to you. (laughs) Everyone needs a Kelly Brock. Oh, I appreciate that. And I'm having so much fun right now. And I have worked to give people an opportunity to get a taste of what's happening inside because truthfully, I feel like I'm this like, I think I'm saying the right word, a conduit, like, right? Like I'm just, I'm the vehicle that something magical is passing through because women who are high achievers are craving this purposeful life that does not require them to sacrifice their peace. And I know for me, I am both ambition and excellence, but I'm also an aligned mother. Those are my ideals. And so there are a lot of different opportunities that have created people to be connected to the space that talks about those things, peace and purpose and profit all at once. So we have our Peace Posse community. Our It's a personal growth membership I know you're a part of, and it's a monthly membership. I love it. It is like the cost of a manicure each month. So you give up one manicure and you can be a part of this community. And we have a Netflix portal where I'm dropping videos every single week that are giving them a taste of personal growth. So you don't have to be an entrepreneur to want to be a part of it. And then we always have incredible guest experts like you. We have live teaches um, where they're able to connect and collaborate with like-minded women. So I love that Peace Posse membership. And then I'm also right now leading a Peaceful Performer business course. And it's a group coaching program that is a 12-week course leading women through getting clear on their vision, mastering their message, showing up online in order to build a profitable business that aligns first with their priorities. And so we're going through a 12-month immersion, which I know you just came out of, and that's where this dream came to fruition. So it's been so incredible to watch. Even in our last round, women just get so broken up with these barriers that at one point they identified with to get free to see things that they never had access to in themselves and then to know how to go build it. So yeah, it just is like such a pleasure. And I'm always spending time in the DMs every day talking to people who are just looking from anything from how do I manage my anxiety to, Hey, I'm wanting to build a successful business. So it's been so incredible and I love doing it. Well, and I, I just want to go ahead and say, I love watching you grow through this journey. Like I said, like, I'm sure I've told you before, I used to stalk you online back when (laughs) network marketing days, doing the thing. I was like, look at her, look at all the things she has. Right. And that was my immature leadership mindset, looking at all the things that you have, but Mm -hmm. watching you grow and evolve into the woman and the leader and the wife and the mother that you are then versus now has just Mm -hmm. been so inspirational and such a building block for what I want to build and so many other women want to build. So Mm. thank you. 
Kelly for one, being on the show today and two, for going first so that the rest of us could go next. Mm, I so appreciate you. you and I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love thank you too. Again. Yes, and such an honor. I, I love and appreciate you and I will link all of your information, how to get in touch with you down below in the show note, but I'm sure we'll be talking to you very soon. Can't wait to be back. You guys, isn't Kelly great? Did you find yourself nodding along, maybe thinking, yes, I have so been there before? Or maybe, wow, I really need to get clear on what I want for my business or my marriage or life in general. I want you to know that even if you aren't in a place where you know what you want and where you're going, you're not alone. There is a place for you, a beautiful community of women trying to figure out life and leadership sharing our shit and celebrating our wins along the way. And today's talk on visioneering only scratches the surface of what we're going to get into in the Aligned Leader Project. If you've ever found yourself looking for a deeper sense of self-awareness or a clear understanding of where you're going, maybe wanting to build a more cohesive team or just to increase influence in your organization and with the team you already have, the Aligned Leader Project might be for you. This six-week group coaching course goes deep into the three areas of my signature framework. Know yourself, know your vision, and know your people so that you can develop an authentic leadership style that's unique to you. To learn more, head to sarahmayco.com or grab the link in the show notes. There, you can learn more about the program and set up a call with me to see if it's a good fit for you. Or you can always send me a message over on Instagram at Sarah May Ski. I set aside time every day to get into the DMs and work with leaders just like you. Finally, I want you to know that I'm also hosting a free masterclass this Sunday, October 18th at 7.30 Central Time on becoming a leader that people actually want to follow. And I would love to see you over on Facebook for it. It is my mission to serve you and your leadership journey in any way possible. Whoever said that 2020 was a waste is a damn liar and it is time to break through the bullshit expectations that were placed on you by society or your mentors or maybe even yourself and start leading in alignment with who you truly are. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.